Welcome to Nutrition Bits and Bites podcast. On each episode of Nutrition Bits and Bites, we share a topic from the intriguing world of nutrition. I'm Hannah Moziers, a dietetic intern at the University of St. Joseph's, and I'll be your guest host for today's episode. Today's topic is intermittent fasting. For those of you who do not know what that is, or you may know someone who's trying this, it's a trending diet that focuses more on when you can eat more than what you can eat. There are two different approaches to this diet, the 16-8 approach and the 5-2 approach. The 16-8 fasting involves eating for 8 hours at a time and then fasting for the other 16 hours. So for example, many people will eat from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. And in the meantime, they can have water or zero calorie beverages. This method's also called time-restricted eating. The 5-2 approach involves eating regularly for five days of the week and then limiting yourself to one 500 to 600 calorie meal the other two days. This is also called modified fasting. Although most of the focus is on when you can eat, you still need to be cautious of what you eat and not fill your eating time with high calorie junk food with this fasting. It's also important to remember that if you go too long without eating, your body will start to believe that you're in a starvation state. So now that you know a little bit of the background, why do people participate in intermittent fasting? Well, most people do this so-called diet to lose weight or to see positive metabolic outcomes. This method of fasting may lead to weight loss if those who participate eat regularly during their eating time because they're consuming less calories than they normally would per day. For those who eat more during their eating time to make up for the long period of fasting, they may not experience any difference. There isn't much research that suggests the benefits of intermittent fasting, especially with conditions such as diabetes, cardiovascular disease, cancer, and other chronic diseases. One research study, however, saw that rodents with restricted availability of chow compared to a normal nighttime feeding improved metabolic profiles, and reduced the risk of obesity. Although there is not much research to support or deny intermittent fasting provides benefits to your health, reduced nighttime eating and longer nighttime fasting before bed may result in improvements to health. There are certain populations where it may be considered unsafe to participate in intermittent fasting, which includes those who are pregnant or breastfeeding, those with diabetes, and those with a history of an eating disorder. Either way, since this does involve a long period of fasting, speak to a medical professional before trying this technique. Until next time, this is Hannah Maziers signing off for Nutrition Bits and Bites. Nutrition Bits and Bites is not meant as a substitute for a physician's care. Check with your physician if you suspect you have a medical condition that needs attention.